turn around and I look and it, it is a very big, huge shadow. Full moon, I could see the face, I could see the eye, they're not red. The thickness and the, the, of the back and of the legs and of the arms were just, just incredible. This is the Crypto Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me as always is my co-host Todd. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. How you doing? Great. Great. Good to be back here as always with you. Yeah, you too, man. You too. We have a good encounter tonight, Brian. Yeah, sounds like it. We got Daniel, Daniel. coming on, talking about his Bigfoot yeah. encounter uh, while camping. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited about that. A uh, really close encounter, too. In Oregon. Got some details on the face and all that yeah. stuff, so... Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, this so, ought to be a good one. Yeah, we're ready. Let's bring them on. You ready? Yep, let's do this. All right, here we go. Hey, Daniel. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Yeah, it's good to have you. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. So, Daniel, you had an encounter in Oregon. Um, why don't you talk about that a little bit, uh, get into the show here, and just, just start from the beginning and tell us about that. Let's get the listeners going about what happened to you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, it was approximately probably 30 years ago. I lived in the state of Oregon, uh, in Hood River, Oregon, for those of you who, who know oh, yeah. Oregon. Love Hood River. And, uh, and I used to hunt this area that was uh, named – it's in, it's in the Willamette National Forest, uh, right to the east of the Three Sisters Wilderness Area, the three mountains that are three volcanoes that are one, one two, and three. The entrance to the Pacific Crest Trail uh, was right off of a small lake called um, Devil's Lake. You could drive to Devil's Lake, and you would pick up the Pacific Crest Trail and it was approximately, I believe, about 11 miles north, go, going north on the trail. And most of the time, we would we would uh, go in there on horseback. I, I you know, I, I own horses, and we hunted it for years for elk and deer. And we camped and we fished. It's just beautiful, phenomenal, awe-inspiring area. This one time. Um, hunting season was coming up and my son used to hunt with me at that time he was probably maybe 14, 15 he's 44, 45, 46 now and uh, so we decided to go in backpacking to get you know in good shape and he said dad can I, can I bring a couple of my friends uh, yes so there was three teenagers and myself and uh, we got there real early in the morning. We probably started walking at about four o'clock in the morning. It takes normally a good eight, nine, ten hours to get to where we we normally camp. We chose to use a three-walled 
cabin that the Forest Service puts in there every certain amount of miles just in case you get caught in a snowstorm. So we got there and we, I had a, it was a backpack. So I had a, we had a, a light, thin walled uh, nylon tent and uh, we set it up. We, you know, we ate lunch and we went out, you know, checking out the areas that we normally hunt. It, it was, it was plenty of game, I, you know, it was good. So we were happy. We came, ate dinner, probably went to sleep at about, and, and remember it was, this is about 7,000 feet above sea level. And it was the fall already. So it was cold. So we got in there and got in, in our, in our uh, uh, sleeping bags and went to sleep. About two o'clock in the morning, and by the way, I carried a 44 Magnum revol revolver. I didn't bring a rifle because I, you know, we weren't hunting. I was just something that I carried all the time in, in, into the woods. So I, I'm very light, light sleeper. I'm, I'm a Vietnam veteran. And um, I heard these two legged steps coming closer. They were very hard and very defined. I would say when I heard it judging, maybe 30, from 30 yards away. And then all of a sudden it stopped. The, the, keep in mind, the, 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 the um, cabin was recessed from the trail and the front of my tent and the front, the open end of that three wall cabin faces the Pacific Crest Trail. Whatever was coming stopped, and it was full moon, stopped no more than three feet, if not closer. At some at one time or another, I thought that it even rubbed uh, the legs. And I turn around and I look, and it, it is a very big, huge shadow. But I assume that because of the full moon behind it, uh, that was what was making it that big. I, I heard the breathing, though. And I know better than to think that a person breathes that way. So I started getting confused. I know a bear doesn't walk on two legs for that long anyway. I know they stand in two, but not for that long. And it kept them breathing. You could hear very, very strong breathing. I turn around with the revolver in my hand and I shout out because I didn't know if it was somebody fooling around or going to rob us. I was really confused. I had just woken up. I say, Hey, whoever you are, uh, do not come into the tent because I have a revolver in my hand and I will shoot. Nothing happened. The breathing continued to go. And of course, when I said that, the three kids that were with me woke up and sat up and could see that also. And um, probably about 30, 40 seconds later, we could see the shadow move to our left. The right was a south, the left was north. He was going north and we, he starts walking to the left. Immediately, I was already sitting down and opened the zipper of, of the tent, put my knee out and look. And when he, when he heard that, he turned around. And I, I tell you, my hair is standing behind my neck right now. No, he put out, he put, first of all, 15 yards. I, full moon, I could see the face, I could see the eye. They're not red, 
They don't breathe smoke <laughs> or anything. It was, it was what I consider to be a mammal that hasn't been completely discovered. This is my opinion. You know, some other people differ and they think they go whatever. But I just, my, that experience plus others that I had after another one tells me that they're just animals, very smart animals, incredibly smart animals. But anyway, to continue that, he turned around, we could see it all, and then he put out a, I, I call it a growl slash scream that I had never heard in my life. And I have heard bears growl and, and mountain lions growl and everything. This was different than I had ever heard. It echoed in, in the mountains. And, and I knew when I looked at that, I thought to myself, I can't stop this thing with the 44 Magnum. I estimated to be probably nine feet tall and no less than 800 pounds, if not more. Wide, I could see the arms, I could see the hands. And after the growl, which lasted probably 10, 12 seconds, he then turned around and started walking in a fast pace and looked back about two or three times. And then he went off the main trail into the right towards the North Mountain, and that's it. And, and we never saw him anymore. Now, those three kids that were with me, one of which was my son, to this date, they hunt that area. And they told me that they have had experiences where at night, they hear some knocking and they have little rocks thrown at the at the tent and shadows go by. They have seen that. Um, they said that they saw some tracks, but I'm not sure the quality of that. You know, that happened later when I, mm -hmm. I'm now disabled and I live in the state of uh, Georgia nowadays. But, but, uh, but it was, I, I'll tell you to, to that, to what degree that impacted us that uh, when I had a couple of back surgeries, the kids are about 44 right now. The, and I called one of them uh, just to see how he was. I used to hunt with his father also. And I said, uh, do you remember that night? And he said, I remember that night as though it had happened yesterday. You know, wow. he says, I have never, ever, ever forgotten. And neither have I. And then I had some other experiences that I, I went ahead and bought a, a, an orchard at the foot of Mount Hood and uh, and then I had a very interesting and pleasant experience that lasted a long time uh, there but I have to organize my thoughts on that is it was there are so many things that happened during those 10 years uh, that if I was to say everything it would just take hours so I I rather I'm I'm willing to talk about it, but let me write down and straighten my thoughts. No problem. Okay. <laughs> because we can ask you another show with that one. Yeah, we can you, ask you. You have no idea. That, suffice to say that they're intelligent, very intelligent, superior to a dog, very superior to a dog. That they get to understand words as as dogs understand words. You may say. Okay. That 
are protective and jealous of those that are close to, to them as dogs are, okay? They communicate between each other as other animals do very clearly. They're very protective of, of their family as lions are, for example, and many right. other, because I say that and some people say, well, how can I do that? Well, lions do, dogs do. Not all animals you do. Know? Elk do. do, deer do, you yeah. know, why, why would yeah. not another, another breed of animal? I mean, mm -hmm. we had, we lived by mountain gorillas for a hundred years. They were there and we didn't know they were there. Mm -hmm. And we lived right along them. So I, these are just a lot more intelligent. And, and I just believe that they're there. There's the, the, the wild country in the state of Oregon, and I'm sure in other parts of the of the United States. It's just immense. It is something that you have no idea. The you, I have penetrated for 18 hours on a horseback and still wild and wild. So mm -hmm. I'm sure they're there. I mean, I know they exist and I'm sure they're all over the place. Yeah, Oregon and, uh, definitely has so, the, the Pacific Northwest in general, Daniel, has so much dense forestry. People don't understand. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I was up at Mount Hood and on a trail and I thought, man, if I stepped off this trail a couple feet, closed my eyes and spun around and That's couldn't it. see the trail, I'm done. I'm lost. Right. Uh, it's, it's amazing, uh, what that, what that was like, but had a couple of questions about that encounter. Sure. How close were you, do you think, to that creature at the closest point? Well, at the close, at the closest point, the zipper of my tent was closed, was, was shut. And I thought I saw his leg touched my, my, my tent, but I estimated it to be a foot or two. You know, it was just too big of a shadow for, to, to be able to judge and everything was happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when I opened the zipper and we looked out, it was 30 feet, 35 wow. feet, you know, That's close. I mean, they were, it was the, and you know what? No smell, no smell. No smell, no smell at all. So I, maybe they smell when you surprise well, them. Something. Yeah, we no think smell at all. Yeah. He knew we were there. He didn't mean, if he wanted to hurt us, he could have hurt us so easy. Yeah. I mean, and uh, he knew we were there. He stopped. I don't know for what. He didn't bother us other than, you know. Just wondering what you were doing. There. Yeah, just wondering what we were doing, I guess. And he kept on his merry way. Did you happen to get a good look at his face or details of his face? Very, very, very good look at his face. Can you describe that for us and the listeners? Yeah. The, it was very dark brown to black color hair. The hair came up to the sides of his face. And then the skin was gray. And the nose and the lips were... Uh, just very defined, you know, that, that's it. His, his hands have had no hair, at least in the palm of their hands had no hair. And standing, they would go probably a foot below the knee or maybe eight, eight inches below the knee in a standing position, very long arms. Wow. And the thickness, the thickness and the, the, of the back and of the legs and of the arms were just just incredible 
keep in mind that we had an opportunity to see him close like that maybe I don't know 30 seconds maybe 20 he he just turned around and and screamed that way and growled and I took it as him saying you stay there and don't follow me that's what I that's what I took it yeah. as you know it was like that's that he walked he walked and looked back like the gremlin film you know how the, yeah. he, the she looked back like that well that's what he looked back and this must have been a male because it was huge i was going to ask you why do you call him he huh why did you, you why do you say it was a he because of the size or yeah because of the size because of the size and i thought i saw um some organs there's definitely no no breast mm -hmm. it was just it was just massive you know i mean massive yeah. so i don't know there might be a female that like that but i doubt it i later on later i saw female another female and they're not close to to the size that i saw there so did you guys uh what what happened after that? Did you did oh, my get the hell out of there? Did you did yeah, you stay no, up all night? We, we actually we actually didn't. We actually stayed uh a, a couple of days. Um talking about it the entire couple of days. Wow. Uh, and uh and of course, you know, every every any anything that sounded outside of the tent, we already jumped up, but nothing happened. It never came back, not in that not in that trip. It didn't come back. I didn't hear far away howls or anything like that. Just, just quiet. I, I think he was just walking well, he, through or something. You know. Yeah, he was probably getting as far away from you as he could. Yeah, probably, probably. Probably just checking you out, seeing if you're uh, cool or not, then making yeah. his, making it on his I, way. I, so. I don't. I know that you know. I've heard that some people say that some breeds are aggressive and they want to kill you and i don't doubt it I, I don't know but i can tell you this i can tell you that all of the experiences that i had they absolutely mean no harm zero harm nothing of course if they feel threatened as as a dog would feel threatened or something like that right. they, well they, they'll, yeah. they think they're defending themselves right but but no, I don't think that they want to hurt uh, humans at all. They just want to be left alone and live. Did this thing look more human-like or uh, gorilla-like to you in the face? If 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 I would cover his head, it would be a huge, humongous, twice the size of a gorilla. But the moment he, you can see his face, there's no way that you can confuse it with a gorilla. It it is like that's a human that looks like a half monkey, but the first thing that comes to your mind is that's a human. Really, that's yeah. the first picture that it, you know. it gives you. It's that's a human. Yeah, we've heard that many times. In your other experiences, um, have you seen other ones before? You don't have to go into detail. I know you said it was a lot to talk about, but have you seen before, other ones before? No, after, after, after. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I bought I bought um, an orchard at the base of of Mount Hood. That was the very the edge of my property, and the wilderness Mount Hood wilderness area began right then and there. Wow! And um, and I had apples and pears, 
And, and yes, eventually a whole family started taking my pears and my apples and eventually we interacted and, uh, and okay. eventually they would knock on the door if we wouldn't go out to, you know, but there's many things there's many things that I want to think about. And by the way, That's let me, right. th let me, th one thing I want to say, people say, every time I say something like this, why don't you take a picture? Well, let me tell you something. There is something about pictures. There's something about cameras and there is something about guns that they understand and do not like that. I know for a fact that I know for a fact, because on my second large experience, I try to take pictures and they had been there for weeks and they disappeared. And they disappeared for probably when they saw the camera, they probably disappeared for about two or three weeks and they were coming every day. Wow. So, so I know that there is something, I don't know what it is as you know, people put uh, trail cams and, uh, and they never can get it, you know? And, uh, and sometimes they, they, they see a hand coming from behind the tree and taking it down. I don't really know what that is, but I know there is no doubt in my mind that they are here with us and have been. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think they, I think they can sense a camera just like they can a gun and, and, uh, they're going to shy away from that kind of stuff. They know, it's like, they know what cameras are and they know that if people get a picture of mm -hmm. them, it's just more proof to to try to prove their existence and invade their territory. They're that smart, almost. If that sounds right, I don't no, know. No, I believe so. I believe um, they're, I believe they're that smart, and then some. Yeah, because you had mentioned they're, yes. they're very smart animals. I, I mean, they're almost. They have to be almost as smart as humans. I mean, other than knowing how to create fire and and advance from there, I don't know if they're that much. You know dumber than we are so to speak yeah i know they they have uncanny ability to to live in the woods and to negotiate terrain oh, yeah. their, their physical ability to move where you would never think it possible uh it's surprising mm -hmm. you know it's mm -hmm. surprising Suffice yeah. to say, and we can get together again, that when I purchased this, this ranch, this orchard, there was three mother, father, and a young one that was, I don't know, toddler size. And when I left, that toddler size was close to nine, nine and a half foot, 10 feet tall. Wow. So I had a, a lot of opportunity, you know. They were there for a whole uh, generation. And yeah, and um, a lot of opportunity to 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 the extent that I, after I sold the ranch, came back a couple of years later to see if I could, if I could find them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, but that is some wild country there. That is that that man. country, Mount Hood, is even is even thicker close branches the trees are 
you know, jammed against each other. It's not like that area over there are the three sisters. You have old growth timber. Mm-hmm. So you have timber and you have little meadows and you have timber meadows and creeks and, and little ponds and lakes and deer galore. And, you know, I mean, it is beautiful country. I, I'd much rather have that type of country. I used to ride horses before the season came, before the hunting season. I would take it up, uh, what is it, 27? Was it 27 or 29 that went up from I-84 all all the way up? I think it's 27, 29. I forgot the number. But there, there was a place I could pull off with my trailer there and then get on my horses. And we would ride into, into Mount Hood just to get him in shape because, you know, like there's a lot of work for the horses once we're hunting, you know, so, right. and then I, then I enjoyed that too, you know, so, so I know that country pretty well and you can really, like you said, you can really get lost where we hunted in, in Hood River. I'm sorry, in, um, in um, Three Sister Wilderness area, if you, if you, if you take it up north from, lost from uh, devil's lake there is a moment where the pacific crest trail splits one half of it or one takes off further east and closer to the mountains and travels about five miles and then the bottom one keeps on going and they meet over there again right so I felt comfortable there because you you couldn't get lost there because once you were hunting that area, you know, unless a snowstorm came in, you would just walk in one direction and run into a trail, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's the area that we hunted all the time. It was like uh, probably, I don't know, maybe a thousand, fifteen hundred acres of enclosed by the, by the trail. Um, area that was very very nice yeah brian and i are looking to come out there pretty soon and do an excursion um we we kind of thought about the mount hood area but um sounds like that's maybe the place to be i don't know what do you think about that look i used to by the way when i was a young man before before i i bought my orchard i used to cut timber and I and I cut timber after Mount St. Helen went off. The timber that was down, uh, you know, I got in all that country, and that is all that is all Bigfoot country. That's across. That's just north of the Columbia River. All of that area, all of that area. And but okay. if I but if but if I was looking today, I I would go to that to that area in the foothills of of the Three Sisters Wilderness area. I mean, it, it is so remote and there's so much water and there's so much, um, you know, ponds and, 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 and fish and deer that it's just a, an ideal place for them to live very comfortably, you know. There is a place called and I was looking for it because I wanted to let you guys know. It's called Indian Holes. It's called Indian Holes. And 
Indian Holes is if you were walking north on the trail and you pass that spot where the three wall timber is and you kept on going, there's a trail going to the left, which would be west, uh, west, but and downhill, and you would go down there and it is absolutely impossible that they're not there. Yeah. You know? There's, there's tons of activity in the in the Pacific Northwest, especially uh, oh, especially yes. Washington and, and, and Oregon. So mm-hmm. Washington and Oregon, yes. If, it used to be that if you said what I say now, they would think you were crazy. But it's like I made a comment there. Never been to a, a, a shrink. <laughs> I've never had any mental issues. I've never had any problem. I'm a retired mechanical engineer. You know, it's not like I'm fooled by things that are not, you know, that, that are not real, you know? Right. right. So before you had your encounter, your first encounter, Daniel, did you ever believe in Bigfoot? Did you think Bigfoot was real? I, I neither did nor didn't. I, 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 I just, I heard some comments, you know, there were, uh, as a matter of fact, those kids had told me something about it. And I said, oh yeah, I mean, I thought it, I, I've always thought that it could be. You know, but that day, that day I knew that there was no doubt, absolutely no doubt. What do you think Bigfoot is? I, you know, some people say that are the missing link or something. I don't believe that. I, I truly believe that it is a species, species. The Cuban come out of me there. That's fine. <laughs> species, <laughs> species of, of animal not completely discovered. You do know that Washington already has it in the in the list of you know protected list, and they have acknowledged it. You know that, right? I've heard that. Yes. Yeah, we saw something like that. Yep. Yeah. You can't yeah, they, you, they don't have go out and there. shoot a Bigfoot in Washington, or you'll get in trouble. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. But I, I just I just think they're animals, but they're incredibly intelligent incredibly like for example a gorilla they have taught them how to communicate and this and that you know these these will actually make the sound of your voice and repeat words uh once they know it and you know it's just like i have a dog named frodo and he he knows his name is frodo because i called him frodo since he was little so if you start calling if you have the uh, the privilege of being able to be in contact and start calling one of these i don't know whatever you want to call it very soon they catch on that that's their name and you're referring to them when you use that name mm-hmm. do they have enough language so that they have their own name i don't know i don't perceive that i don't perceive that but i do i do know that they are really protective of you. I really, I, I'll give you an example. This family lived there and they ate to their heart's content, apples and pears, to their heart, heart's content. And On left your over, behalf, right? On your behalf. Yeah, and, and leftover deer and leftover elk that I would hunt and throw back there. And, and this big male, if another... Others came down, and he would not tolerate him to, to come any. I mean, that, it, it, 
you wow, could really you could really see tremendous aggressiveness when other another another individual came down real aggressiveness scary aggressiveness wow you know but uh that's amongst them i guess but i i just believe they're animals i just i yeah. i do i mean I if you if you think about what what ocean animals can do and how they can communicate and, and the things that they do and all that stuff i just believe that this is one of god's creation that it has been so smart to stay away out of our way we're the the ones that destruct destroy the uh yeah. the earth you know yeah yeah that's true yeah you're right why do you think these things haven't been um discovered by science daniel I, I you know what i think i think science knows it i think i've heard of stories that they they have been discovered and they they try to cover it up why i don't Always know those stories yeah why i have no idea why but uh i believe that's a reason for you know that's the reason why but why can't you catch them that easy is because they are very smart and just like a shark will know that you're there if you have a little nick of blood in your hand and you don't see where it is but he knows you're there i believe that's what happens with them it's they're they you know hearing Oh, I think they're, you know, they're just that in tune with nature. That right. They know, they know everything. So they're, they're not stupid. And they're, humans come walking into the woods. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that area is so quiet that I remember some other, some other hunting trips when people were coming in, I could hear them a mile away, two guys chatting. I could hear them. It, it would echo in the mountains or whatever. You could hear them. You couldn't understand what they were saying, but you could hear them. So if I could do that, I'm sure they could do it. I'm sure they could smell it. Oh yeah. You know. So uh, that is the reason why people go there and they think they're gonna go there and they're gonna just, you know, hey, come here and find them. They don't want to be found. They don't. They other animals run away from you. And then people say, well, why can't you? Haven't you found uh, a, a a dead carcass? Well, you know what. I hunted all my life since I was about 20 till I couldn't walk anymore. Ever found a bear carcass. And I know they're there, but I never found a bear carcass ever. Right. So do they bury it? Do they do what other animals do when they feel they're going to die? They, they, they hide somewhere that mm -hmm. is accessible. Well, yeah, I think, I think honestly, I think if they know they're going to die or something happens, they're so remote they're so out there uh, when they do die. People say, well, why don't you ever see a body? You're not going to be walking in any area that these things are going to lay down and die in. I mean, you're going to stay on a trail. You're not yeah. going to be so remote in right. the mountains, traversing over terrain that these things can cross uh to ever see where they could be hanging out at you're going to be close Absolutely. to a trail camping whatever uh it's not that's not how it works i mean you're just not going to get that deep in the woods as a human right. being period 
is my thought on that. So. Yeah, absolutely. And when you go deep in the woods, like those those people that travel the Pacific Crest Trail, the Pacific Crest Trail has been there for decades, and everybody goes through there. Everybody goes up up and down the Pacific Crest Trail. They know, but if you sit in the Pacific Crest Trail and you look at the mountains, at the at the at any of the three sisters, you're looking at 17, 18 miles away. People don't go out there. No. no. You know, maybe maybe you get one crazy guy that goes from there one time, and that's the guy that sees it. Once you know? in a great while, yeah. Yes, that that that's and, it. And then he dies of something because he's trying to climb a mountain and he's not prepared, or something happens to him. So <laughs> never hear about it again. So. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, they can get so remote that people don't understand. You know, oh, Oregon has some some remote stuff. Remote. I I also which I never saw at all there, but I also hunted another area called the uh, River of No Return Wilderness Area, which is close to the the Idaho side, you know, over there. And that's also so remote, so remote. We used to ride in there and, and stay in a cabin that was there when they came to, when settlers came in, they, they built it. But nothing, I didn't see anything there. But over the over to the side that I lived in, I lived in Hood River. Uh absolutely. Absolutely. Daniel, what do you think about yeah. the Bigfoot and the paranormal side? Do you think there's any attachment there or anything like that? Well, you look, I don't believe so. I, I'm not saying they're lying. I'm not saying they're lying, but I never perceived a connection to the paranormal, a connection to the aliens. Uh, 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 a sliding from one world to uh, another world or disappearing, nothing like that. Nothing like that. I mean, haven't you ever, if you you guys hunt, haven't you ever been walking like that and you look at a deer, oh, and you bring the rifle up, and when you bring the rifle up, they're no longer there? Yeah. Well, disappeared on from your eyes, right? That's the disappearing they do. Yeah. Right. That's the disappearing they do. I don't believe they disappear and they go to another. I, it's my belief. I don't criticize those who do. But it's my belief that they're very flesh and blood, you know. Have you ever right. seen any kind of weird lights or orbs? Uh, no, you know that connection kind of thing. Nothing, nothing no, like I, that in I, your experiences in your years. You know, I, I've, I've seen videos, of you know, but I haven't. I I haven't seen. I think that now now we're getting to the religious side. I I believe in God and in the Bible. Okay. And the Bible does speak about supernatural, uh, supernatural spiritual beings. Right. So I believe those exist. And what I believe is that some of these people are confusing one thing with the other. I mean, in the Bible, you know, the demons appear and demons this and that, whatever putting it aside for religious purposes. But as far as the Bigfoot is concerned, I think they're flesh and blood, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary uh, spiritual with them at all, my opinion. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, we just yeah. talk about everything because people talk about the whole spectrum of, of, of what is Bigfoot, what is yeah, Sasquatch. So we, try to, we try to cover it all. 
Of course, of course. If I was uh, an able man today, I would go in there again. You do it again? You, know, you want to see one again? I, I, would, go, I would go in there again. I'm, I don't fear it. I don't fear it. I respect it. I respect them, but I don't fear them. Well, that's so, what we're hoping to do here in a month or so. So, yes. Yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah, well, that would, that's good. Man. You know, that's great. I mean, that if you continue, are you going to go on the Pacific Crest Trail? Uh, don't, you don't know where you're going to go. I, I'm we don't not know sure yet. yet where we're going to go. Yeah. We're going to um, be we're going to be in eastern and uh, western Oregon, so we're got we got to kind of find the spot that works best for so us. We have to I ne- yeah, I never western Oregon on the other side of the Cascades is so thick that I never hunted that area mm-hmm. much. I went elk hunting one time, and there's a lot of elk there, but I like this side because it's just such a perfectly wonderful hunting camping. Fishing country, you know, mm-hmm. when you're walking and you're looking at these lakes and you're looking at these meadows and the, the, the green, and then you're looking at these trees and these clumps of trees and things like that. Uh, that area there is fantastic. It's what they call God's country, Daniel. Yeah, it's God's say. country. Right. Yeah, for sure. Another area that they say that they have seen him is um, there's, a, there's a hill called, um, yeah, I believe it's Jackrabbit Hill. Over between Lagrand and Pendleton. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going. That's oh, where we're okay. Going to be. So you we'll go be in Pendleton, Pendleton and yeah. Then you keep on, and then you keep on going on eighty-four, and you start climbing that mountain there, and you get to Lagrand. Oh, jeez, there. That's that's paradise. That's just Brian. Hmm. You phenomenal. drove that drive, didn't you, Brian? Did you not drive that? Uh, yeah, make that drive, that drive one time. I told you, I went up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's beautiful up there. Oh, it's just, it, it is incredible. It, it is just absolutely fantastic. There's been a lot of sightings there, too. We've seen, too, as well. So There's a lot of sightings there, too. On the map. So, yeah. we're yeah, kinda... you're, you're going a little further south and a little further east, but but they're there because they're down aiming to, down to California, you know? Right. Now, yeah. they're, all, they're really all over the place. There's just more of them in that Oregon and Washington area that it's my opinion, and 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 I think Canada too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How many people you but, think see uh, these things? But yeah, that's a wonderful country. How, Daniel, how many people you think see these things and don't report it? Don't report it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think many. I I think many. You know, when things went real bad at one time, I lived in Florida. There is no place to work as a as an engineer. There was no jobs anyway, whatever. And I drove uh, an 18-wheeler for a while. And uh, they have uh, they have uh, orientation days. And there was this one fellow there that wanted to tell me something as we're talking about the woods and whatever. And and I said, man, are you to- you're talking about Bigfoot? And he's, he looked at me like, don't think I'm crazy. I said, no, no, no. I, I, know, I know it's true. And he went on to tell me, and he was in Mississippi or Louisiana or something. And he, he says he was driving with, with, with his car, and he saw this, this thing coming in the same way. And they even stopped, and it walked right by the car. This is what he told me. I didn't see that. It walked right by the car, wow. and just then went in, into the woods. So there's, a, and he did, he wouldn't tell anybody. He told me because I told him that I had had an experience. 
Yeah. So I believe there's many, many people that yeah. don't. I mean, we didn't. We would we would speak amongst ourselves. You know, my son yeah. and the two and the two guys that were there that are grown men with with kids and all that. We would talk about it, you know, but we wouldn't talk to anybody. They would think you would be crazy. They would, you know. Oh yeah. You I'm were, a- you know, I worked for Garrett Air Research making decisions on airplane components. <laughs> so they this guy thinks it's Bigfoot. Oh right. get him out of here. He's gonna get us killed. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. Be How many years uh, was it after they encountered that you finally told somebody besides your your boys actually stuff. the very first time i've told somebody was about a year year and a half ago when i posted that post that post that i put in there really wow i mean i had told my wife and i had told my children uh and uh my sister believes that her husband is an unbeliever <laughs> <laughs> and you he's, know but uh he's closed-minded then Huh? Then he's close-minded. He's, he's a professor, but let me tell you, he's a college professor. Let me uh, being very careful not to say anything. Sure. He's a professor in a college in California. Okay. So you can imagine. Uh, yeah. You, you can imagine mm-hmm. the say no more. Yeah. yeah. Say no more. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Exactly there. Exactly there. He follows he the rules. <laughs> he 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 he, uh, he he would argue with me and say. That was somebody dressed that had a recording. I said, I was eight or ten, eight hours from the parking lot. Who in the world would start walking to see if they find somebody when there were other people camped down there in the, in the, by, the, by the cars, you know? Right, right. No, but he doesn't. He doesn't believe. He believes in Biden. He, he believes in him. Right. But he doesn't believe in that. <laughs> he doesn't believe in Bigfoot. Right. Yeah, he doesn't believe in Bigfoot. Well, that's why we're doing this show, and that's why we had you come on and tell your story, uh, so people can that's hear right. this and well, we uh, can convince people. convince people that hey, you know, this stuff's going on. Absolutely, and, absolutely. And All Daniel, they have to do is just open their eyes and their minds, and they'll they'll get it. Right. Well, we appreciate you coming on and telling that man and talking to us. Yeah, we do. Hey, it was, was a, a privilege. Great... You're very, very welcome. All right. It I was a lot we, of fun. Uh, I hope we can get you back on and uh, hear the rest of your. Yeah, yeah let me yeah. organize my thoughts on that sure. because yeah, that one. Yeah, I know it's a lot. <laughs> yes. I know it's a lot to talk about, and, and probably a lot you you don't want to share. Not, not only that, it's, it's my wives and my kids involved, and yeah, right. And it's no just problem. too many things, and I need to know what things to isolate and what things you know. We understand. Okay. Well, you let us know when you're ready, and we'll we'll definitely be happy to hear it. All right, righty. Man. It's been a pleasure meeting you guys. You, you too, care. bud. You Take too, care. Daniel. We'll talk Take soon. Take care of yourself. See you, buddy. All righty. Bye-bye now. Bye. Wow. What do you think about that encounter, Brian? Man, that was awesome. Uh, can you imagine being that close? No. With your kids? That much detail. Camping yeah. out in the middle of nowhere? Hell no. Yeah. yeah. And they stayed. That's yeah, a crazy thing. Yeah, they stayed and finished, finished doing their thing. That is nice. <laughs> Once again, we appreciate the listens. Brian, I appreciate you hanging out with me, man. Till next time, you take care. Yeah, you too. See you. See you.